Folks, have you checked out the Irish History Podcast shop recently? Right now, I have a sale of 30% off everything when you use the code SALE30. So go to irishhistorypodcast.ie forward slash shop and get 30% off everything when you use the discount code SALE30. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi folks, the unusual title of today's show stems from the fact that this week I released my new book, 1348 A Medieval Apocalypse, The Black Death in Ireland. This episode has an extract from the audiobook and more importantly, by a way of thank you to all the listeners of the podcast, I have details on how you can get a special 20% discount on the audiobook of 1348 A Medieval Apocalypse. This book, available in hardback, audio and ebook wouldn't and couldn't have happened without you, the listeners. Some of you have funded the book, offered advice, shared posts and helped to grow the listenership of the podcast. This has been integral, more important than any other part in getting the book from an idea in my head to where it is today. So I am deeply grateful. As a way to say thanks, there's a special 20% discount on the audiobook, as I said, for listeners to the show. So go to irishhistorypodcast.ie now and click the link on the homepage for the book. When you're buying the audiobook, use the coupon code LISTENER and you'll get 20% off. This is only for listeners of the show and will only be available for a few weeks. So go to irishhistorypodcast.ie and use that coupon code LISTENER and get your discount. You have, after all, helped to create this book. Now for an extract from the book. As the title suggests, 1348 A Medieval Apocalypse looks at what happened when the greatest killer in recorded history, the plague, struck Ireland in 1348. This book focuses on the lives of eight people who lived through the 14th century, one of the most difficult, violent and hard centuries in the last thousand years. And that's even before the plague arrived. Of these eight people, Some were survivors, others were not, falling victim to war or disease along the way. However, all their stories are fascinating. From a woman like Gilles de Berg, who found herself an outlaw in the 1330s, to one of the most powerful men of the age, James Butler, the second Earl of Ormond, the history of the period is captivating. Each chapter is also laced with fascinating detail from ordinary life, during the late Middle Ages. 
the next part of the show is the first few pages from chapter 6 entitled The Great Mortality which looks at the arrival of the Black Death as chronicled by Friar John Clin from Kilkenny. It should give you a sense of what the book is like. There was little glory in John Clin's life. Having joined the Franciscan order and committed himself to a life of poverty, he tended to the needs of the poor who lived around St. Francis's Friary in Kilkenny. This was far from easy work. Kilkenny, like all medieval towns, was filthy. The town vermin were well fed from the cesspits, middens of human waste and rubbish. The town fountains were little better. In 1337, the mayor had to issue an order prohibiting their use for washing animal intestines. For John, clad in simple sandals, his body shrouded in the grey cloak of his order, the harsh realities of life in these streets were never far away. In the narrow streets and lanes of Kilkenny, drunken fights, murders and the increasing difficulties of life in 14th century Ireland were inescapable. Funerals were disturbingly common and death a constant companion. The Bruce invasion, the feuds of the 1320s, repeated food shortages and the unhygienic day-to-day grind took their toll on his parishioners. Malnutrition, a regular feature of life, was impossible to escape. Predictably, by the late 1340s, he lived amongst the people whose health and ability to resist disease suffered. Nevertheless, amidst such difficulties, life continued, and there were few celebrations in the medieval calendar to compare with that of St. John's Eve. While clerics such as John prepared to celebrate the birth of St. John the Baptist, this Christian feast day was merely a thin veneer. On St. John's Eve, June the 23rd, communities gathered around bonfires to mark midsummer, the longest day of the year. The sun scarcely set in the west before light broke across the eastern sky. This was in stark contrast to the coming months of winter, when the sun struggled to rise for more than eight hours a day. Then Manny would spend long hours in darkness, gazing into fires, unable to afford candles. However, on St. John's Eve, these dark depths of winter were as distant as they could possibly get. In 1348, as people gathered for this age-old ritual before mesmerising fires, it was a chance to reflect on the months that had passed and what lay ahead. The harvest was not far away, and before they knew it, they would be gathering again to celebrate Michaelmas in late September and hopefully a successful crop. Aside from the hope of a bountiful harvest, the previous few months gave good reason for the Norman colonists to be optimistic about the future. For the Franciscan John Clin in Kilkenny, it had been many a long year since there had been cause for such hope. He and his fellow colonists faced another major test early in 1348 and again had proven themselves tenacious survivors. The Gaelic Irish from across the Midlands had formed common cause and rose in revolt, attacking the lands of the Butler family around Nina. The young Earl, James Butler, was still in England and the town of Nina in North Tipperary had been burned on St Stephen's Day, 1349. Settlers were driven off the surrounding lands. For John Clinn, this was deeply worrying. Nina was no more than a hard day's ride from Kilkenny. While the dark, cold days of early 1348 seemed to offer little more than continued misery, the fresh spring weather had seen a change in fortunes. Gathering their forces from across the south, the Normans had geared up for war and gone on the offensive. 
those who carried out the attack on Nina were hunted down. While John Clinn, as a man of the cloth, did not participate, Fouque de la Frayne, a close friend, led this hunt. Only a few weeks prior to midsummer, Donal O'Kennedy, one of those responsible for the attack on Nina, had been tried in Thurles County Tipperary. Found guilty, he was drawn behind the tails of horses through the town, and then he, along with another rebel, was strung up. Buoyed on by these executions, there was also hope that the young Earl of Ormond, James Butler, would soon take up residence in Ireland. His father's death in 1338 had left a power vacuum across the south of Ireland and undoubtedly contributed to the revolt of the O'Kennedys and the other Gaelic Irish families. The presence of the new patriarch of the Butler family in the region would go a long way towards filling this vacuum. It was with a little surprise that John Clinn could reflect that society thrived that summer. However, the hopes, dreams and perhaps slight anxieties about the upcoming harvest were all misplaced. The coming year would be remembered for one thing and one thing alone. Death. Hopefully now you have a sense of what you will get from the rest of the book. Nearly five hours long in total, it's extremely easy to get. Just go to irishhistorypodcast.ie and click on the link to the book on the homepage. As a listener to the show, when you use the coupon code LISTENER, you will get 20% off the regular price of 9 As I've said, the book is also available in hardback and ebook as well. That address is irishhistorypodcast.ie. You won't be able to get the book in Amazon or anywhere else. So one last time, irishhistorypodcast.ie and use your coupon code LISTENER now. I will be back next week with a fascinating show on a man few of you will ever have heard of. That's Hubert Butler, an intriguing character who not only helped save Jews from the Holocaust before World War II, but then paid a huge price for trying to reveal the true nature of the Holocaust after the war. That's all up next week. Until then, Sloan. And don't forget to get your hands on the book at irishhistorypodcast.ie. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.